Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have Barbarian Prophecies. They have a new album called Horizon, which was released on August 16th via quite a few different record labels to get everybody in there for all the different production things. We've got bass records, Hecticomb records, Iron Matron records, uh, quite quite the production level there. Uh, right now, I'm being joined yes. by Aunt to share some more information about this stellar release and some things that the band has got going on. So, Aunt, welcome to the show. Hi, nice to be here. Abso-freaking-lutely. Now... I guess my first question is Horizon as a record, as an album. What were you guys looking to create with this album? What, what we wanted to create? Yes. Well, it's just a collection of our current ideas. It's like uh, every time we make an album, well, we have the ideas coming up, writing songs. And when we think, oh, now we have 10 quite good ones, then we record it and we have the luck that we have a studio next to our rehearsal room, so we don't need a journey. This makes it easy. So, and what did we want to create it? Yes, it's, there was no special purpose at first. We had much time to compose and to put in details because of the pandemic. Uh, we, we didn't have concerts. Now we, we, we still haven't. And um, so we concentrated in composing in... Um, yeah, it's, uh, putting up details, uh, new details. We experimented a lot with keyboards. And uh, yeah, so we took the time to work on it. And this what came out. We never start uh, writing an album with a purpose. Now we want to write a very aggressive album or an experimental album. No, we just wait for the ideas. And when they come, they come. Okay. Sometimes they don't come, but uh, this time they came. Mm -hmm. It sounds like the pandemic helped a little bit in writing the album. You said you guys were experimenting with some keyboards. Um, yes. Uh, we uh, started with this, with the album before, with Origin, but this came afterwards when we, uh, when our drummer left um, and we, we couldn't find a new one that uh, quickly. Um, we started to put some keyboards on that old songs to have some intros, some outros, some samples and um, a, drum, a drum track recorded huh? in the background. Well, uh, we made a little tour with this and then our new drummer, our current drummer came in and we kept the keyboards. And now, yes, we have everything. Uh, live, we cannot play them, but uh, they come recorded. They yeah. are just fill-ins. Okay. Samples. Would you guys do backing tracks live to keep the keyboards? Yes, we use uh, the recorded uh, the recorded track. Uh, the drummer has them on his uh, headphones as well. He counts in, and that it has to work. <laughs> it does. Sometimes we have to switch them off if there is a breakdown or the drummer loses a stick, and we have to. Well. Um, this uh, up till now never happened, but this can happen. Mm -hmm. Then we have to switch them off. Yeah. But if it, everything works well, the samples uh, should come to the right time. Well, with the outro, we are more flexible. Uh, if it comes a few seconds later or earlier, well, may may happen. Huh? Mm -hmm. But yes, if, if it goes really bad, we have to switch them off. Yeah, but well, we we trained this. We uh, trained this in the rehearsal room, um, listening to the backing tracks and and playing with them. It works quite well. Yeah, 
Uh, who composed the keyboards? Did you you guys do it yourselves? Yes. The, in this case, it was my job. I have here, um, yeah, my computer uh, MIDI keyboard set. So um, I composed the lines because I'm not a pianist. I composed the lines and then I import some sounds, um, experimenting with some sounds, looking for the right ones yeah. or uh, recovering the harmonies. Well, that's the way. Yeah. It's, it's, I work at home. Did you compose them by guitar then like did you play some guitar lines and then think well that might sound good on keyboard or how did you do that uh, sometimes yes um the keyboard um normally doesn't play lead lines um the keyboard uh more, plays more chords and and things like this so i look at the harmonies coming up i uh, analyze them a, a bit and well uh I see I'm reproducing the harmonies or adding some, adding some look at the, at the line, or at the melodies and um, looking if there are some um, some uh, möglichkeiten, uh, uh, possibilities. some possibilities, harmonic possibilities. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like uh, in, in Baroque times, uh, the, the general bass, the continue, uh, the, the, the chords they set uh, below the arrangement of strings or something uh, always um drawing a picture of the harmony okay you now, know what i mean yeah when you dropped uh baroquial music as well was uh baroque something that was an inspiration specifically for the arrangement of the keys uh i um due to my studies i studied classical guitar i'm a bit in uh baroque harmonies uh, so I'm always working based on the harmonies, looking for harmonies, looking for caden cadences, uh, cadences, cadences uh, uh, to do. It, uh, can you pluralize cadence or is cadence already just plural as it is? That's a good question. I'm going to look up the cadence is, is um, maybe if, if you have a, a song in A, uh, in A minor, uh, you add the dominant E. And you add the subdominant D, mm -hmm. so you're running around this from A to D, D, E, E, A. Then you have a cadence. It came from falling down, and it refers to the circle of fifths. Well, this is a uh, lot of musician, musician stuff. Huh? Um, but this is the way uh, how music is composed. Normally uh, in rock or yeah in jazz, uh, uh, one for five uh, arrangements. One is the tonal center. If the song is an A, A is the tonal center. It's the one. The four is D. Huh? A B C D. The fourth, um, fourth grade, and E comes next. Is the fifth. Uh, those uh, tonal centers are very common, and it's very easy to switch into them. So they are used. They are used many times. Uh, yeah, they are the, the basis of uh, most uh, rock or pop music or whatever, uh, whatever exists. Because yeah, if if you listen to songs, you will hear most times the same cadences, the same progression progressions, huh? because there are just a few which work well. And well, we sometimes try to break out, uh, 
to make modulations and well this is my personal thing this is uh, one thing which fascinates me and i'm working a lot with and i think death metal allows okay that's an interesting thought why does death metal allow that yes why this is a really good question because um on the first side uh, death metal seems very extreme uh repetitive, uh, the, the repeating itself and everything sounds equal. But um, if you try to um, bring in some uh, uncommon uh, tonalities, uncommon harmonies, it works very well. Because death metal works out of the chromatism. Chromatism is if you move in half tones, you will find this a lot if you listen, for example, to Cannibal Corpse or things like this. And um, yeah, it, it, it works very well. Um, the only problem is the sound, if it's heavily distorted, um, you have to be careful not to play chords with all the six strings or because uh, the sounds um, snowy. Huh? But uh, well, you have two guitars, you have a bass. Why not to try a counterpoint? Um, the counterpoint are melodies put together, note, no, another note, which work well. And um, so you can mix a lot of styles. And this works really well in, in, in death metal, especially. It's, yeah, it's strange, but, but it's like this. In, in, yeah, I think well, you could do it, uh, theoretically, you could do it with other styles, but... Uh, in death metal, it, it really works very well. It, um, it allows uh, to bring in also lots of styles, different styles. There are death metal bands with uh, jazz influences, like Pestilence or Meshuggah. Uh, there are with uh, classical influences. Uh, I, I'm referring now to Opeth or, uh, uh, or the Thrash thing. In Thrash, you find in the guitar solos lots of different influences. Um, and there you see that, that it works really well. You learn from the old uh, hard rock legions like Black Sabbath or the Osborne, Deep Purple. Um, they, they integrated classical influences very early. And so you can pick this up a bit well, uh, and bring it to a, a bit darker, down-tuned mood, aggressive. But it works well. It works well. The only thing uh, which is <laughs> a problem for me is integrating blues. Blues and death metal. <laughs> it fascinates me. We have a song on the new album called The Sign. This is my song where I try to, to bring in some, some blues or rock, stoner rock influences and um, integrate this in, in, the, in the sound, in the concept. This was difficult. With blues rock, it's difficult. Uh, I listen a lot to Annihilator, uh, for example. They're from Canada, like like you. Mm -hmm. And um, he does it very well, and this fascinates me. But this is difficult. Uh, with, with classical or neoclassic or jazz or uh, other influences uh, of world music or uh, the, 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 the gypsy scales, and which you can work with, this is much easier. Okay. I mean, I can think of a lot of metal bands that use... The blues scale, Metallica would be one. Pantera yes. would be another. Um, in solos, yes. In solos, uh, you use them a lot. 
the pentatonic scales, uh, very popular. I refer to the riffing. Yeah, Enter Sandman is an E minor blues, and Cowboys from Hell is an E minor blues, or I think, yeah. Yeah, I or maybe it's more the rhythm. The rhythm. Um, oh, like uh, swing feel? Uh, the rhythm. Dun, 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 the, the, this swing rhythm, uh, that's why I'm referred to Annihilator. They uh, did it uh, in, in some, some uh, recording, some songs quite well. And this was what we tried in the sign. But for me, composing it, uh, bring it into death metal, it's for me, it's not so easy because every every style has a special character which you can reproduce very well in death metal. But with blues and blues rock, I don't know. It's 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 more difficult. And the Sandman, I don't think about blues when I listen to this song because uh, the scale. Uh, yeah, it, it works with the tree tone, huh? and uh, but a typical blues riff, um, traditional blues riff. No, no, it, it's not a traditional blues riff, and and this uh, swinging rhythm combined with double bass to make it well. For me, it's fascinating. It's it's uh, it's a thing I, I like very much, but um, I fail to do it. Very well now huh? with uh, classical harmonics, and it's it's far more easy. Yeah, to bring them in. Uh, lyrically, what are these yes. track? What are these tracks on the album about? Is there a theme that connects the lyrics together? Yes, uh, it's like in all our albums, uh, we think a lot about uh, mankind. Where do we come from? Where we are we going to? Sense of life. Um, Philosophers. Huh? In, in, in this album, we have a song called "Übermensch" that refers to Friedrich Nietzsche and his concept of an uh, of what man can do, and that there's no god above. Uh, it's man at, at the top, mankind. Well, we we think about this and we wonder why, where where do we come from, as well as uh, psychology. Uh, psycho, um, yeah, distortions you suffer, um, depressions. Um, especially now with the, with the pandemic, uh, which psychological situations uh, may occur with it. Uh, but well, as, as well, yes, with uh, philosophies and horizon, uh, the word says, uh, looking far away, uh, try to get Gesamtheit. Um, my daughter's helping me with, with a vocabulary. Uh, um, well, an overview, uh, an overview of all the universe, life, feelings, how it works together. Well, stuff like this, and yeah, the the songs are about this. Okay, fantastic. Well, those who are currently listening in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart. Wherever it is that you're listening, you're watching on YouTube, you can see our beautiful faces, or on uh, the website, therockmetalpodcast.ca, you'll be able to check out the band's website, barbarianprophecies.com. Uh, also, as well, uh, from there, you should be able to link to the band socials, Bandcamp, Facebook, all that jazz, or metal, death metal. And then also, as well, there's a lyric video for Among Us, and an audio for, how do you guys say it? Psy? Psy? Uh, we say Psy. Psi, okay. Psi. 
in Spain, in Spanish, like in, in German, the I, uh, the pronounced E. Right. Like in, in English. Right. Very cool. Okay. Uh, so if you want to check out the lyrics for Among Us, so the lyric video will be available in today's show notes. Yeah. Um, Among Us, lyrically, what is this track about? Oh. Um, <laughs> now I had to, to speak with our singer. Uh, she knows it very well. It's, I think it's about creation. It's about uh, those who might have created us, created mankind, if they are still there, if they're watching us. Yeah, if, if they you know, watching, controlling us. And if there may be following, uh, per, per, um, persecute. No, uh, uh, follow me. Well, following us. Mm-hmm. I think it's about this, as far as I understood. Okay. The Great. lyrics. I, I'm not the, I don't write the lyrics with one exception, the sign. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. I just know the, the, direct, the direction, uh, the general direction. Okay. But I think it's about this, and um, the lyric video uh, shall illustrate this a bit. But we didn't um, concipate this. It's a guy from the Philippines, 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 uh, who did this for us. Okay, cool. All right. Well, we chatted about experimenting with keyboards. We chatted about cadences and developing them in death metal, as well as death metal song structure. The track Among Us has a lyric video. Uh, We chatted about the album Horizon as a whole. Uh, Today's show notes will have the band's website, as well as the link to the lyric video. And that concludes all of my questions, Aunt. So thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Yeah, thank you. It was a great pleasure. And I hope you enjoy our music and enjoy music uh, in general, especially in these times now, which are very difficult for musicians and for the culture in general with the pandemic. But well upcoming Saturday we have our first concert with just 50 people which may come in much uh, more are not allowed due to the situation but well we're a bit nervous how this would be mm-hmm. but well it was a great pleasure and yeah keep it up and keep enjoying music <laughs>